Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Planning Wisdom for the Super Rich. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, and joined really by the star of our show, founder and wealth manager of Virtus Wealth Solutions, Mr. Devang Patel. Devang, it is great to see you. It's great to be here, and I'm excited to get things rolling with you this afternoon. Ryan, I'm excited to be here and looking forward to the show, and I'm um, this is going to be awesome. People are going to get so much wisdom out of it. I'm really looking forward to it. And, and you're absolutely right, Devang. Wisdom is really what we're bringing here. Uh, it's To break it down for you, our listeners and in our audience, what we're really doing here is each month, Devang and I are going to dive into a complex financial topic, one that is usually bogged down with jargon and literacy that the layman isn't going to be you know, privy to. We're going to break these topics down and we're going to help you explain how these are the things that the super rich and wealthy are doing on a regular basis. And these are things that you could be implementing in your financial life today. And really the topic at hand that we're going to dive into today is really the best place to start. It's in stress testing. And we'll get into what that is and the, you know, in the ins and outs of that as we go through the episode today. But Devang, I, I want to start things off here to get the get the ball rolling. I mean, we are in such an interesting financial time. The new administration coming into you know into power. We've got obviously the COVID nineteen vaccines rolling out coming in soon. There's a lot of uncertainty out there in the world, and it's causing a lot of uncertainty on the financial side of everyone's wallets. So that being said, let's let's talk about today. Right now, what can people be doing, uh, you know, to give them peace of mind and start securing their finances? I'd like to begin with a quote uh, that is, do or don't, there is no try. That's from Yoda in Star Wars. <laughs> what I found was uh, what the wealthy or the rich, what they do is something called stress test. Stress test is such a great way to evaluate whether the financial solutions a client's currently has in place are likely to generate the results they want or expect. Stress tests are commonly used by extremely wealthy and rich, yet now they are becoming increasingly popular with less affluent individuals and families. And I truly believe that stress testing, your planning, your investments, whatever you have going on at least once a year is going to help you reach your destination much faster and avoid all the cost costly mistakes that normally most people end up making. Sure. So it sounds like the, the stress testing process really is uh, an in-depth dive into the personal finances of, of a family, of an individual, of a business to uh, more or less audit their situation and to work with them to figure out, you know, what the best next steps are for them. Uh, am I correct in making that assumption? Absolutely. Uh, stress testing is a great option for people who are in a complex situation or who just simply want to make sure that they are making smart decisions in today's challenging economy. As you mentioned, we have a new administration. They're talking about new tax laws uh, for both income tax and estate tax. And there are also a lot more uh, different things coming down the pipeline. The stress testing process is particularly important with everything going on today. As many people are concerned about their financing, finances and getting a second opinion will definitely provide clarity and peace of mind for the high net worth clients. So let's talk about the timeliness of this. Like you mentioned, yes, new administration coming in, new tax laws are inevitable to follow. Why is this such a valuable process given right now with everything that's going on in our world and the uncertainty that comes with it? Uh, as you said, the more uncertainty out there, the more clarity and confidence our clients need. And the only way to get clarity and confidence is to look at everything that you've already done 
and do the stress test and make sure that it's not going to break, which is why it's called a stress stress. And you're not missing out uh, on other things that could make it even better. Sure, sure. And it sounds like stress testing can be used to evaluate several different things here. Could you kind of share, care to elaborate on what are some of like the three main ways that this process can be utilized? Like we always say, the best thing in life come in threes. So uh, the three things that you want to do is number one, if you want to test your existing plan to see if it's still on target to deliver the expected results that you and your family expected. Number two, if you want to test a potential solution or strategy to see how it would likely work out in different scenarios if you actually ended up implementing it. And finally, number three, to see if there are opportunities you are overlooking that could enhance or improve upon an existing strategy that you're using. And what we find is most people really want to use it for number two and three, which is to test a new strategy or, or a product. Or number, uh, the last one, which is to see if there is something else that they are missing because everybody misses one or two things and how can we make it even better? Sure, sure. It's a very thorough process is what it sounds like, Devang. So let's let's talk about an example. Could you give me an example? It could be real life or even just a hypothetical one at that of why someone would come to you for a stress test. You know, were they worried maybe about a particular issue? Yes, I'll give you an example. This applies to a lot of my uh, clients, but uh, we have a lot of physician clients who are surgeons. So this particular uh, group of surgeon clients, what they're worried about is they were used to making substantial income. Mm -hmm. 2020 was the first year where they took a hit in terms of their income. And with everything that's going on with the new administration, they're worried that their income might be permanently reduced, not because of COVID, but the new uh, legislation that comes in. They're also worried about protecting their money from creditors, both external and internal, because as you know, the number of lawsuits going, uh, are going up in the US. Mm-hmm. And finally, how do you, they protect their money from the higher income taxes that are coming down the pipeline and estate taxes? And one of the most important thing that most of our clients love is their kids and their family. Sure. And they want to make sure that the money they leave for their kids as part of the estate planning process doesn't make them trust fund babies, but empowers them to become even better. Sure, sure. The family plays a really big role into this. And, and I feel, I feel Devang, as you and I continue to, to talk about these different financial topics, I have a feeling you and I are going to be talking about family a lot in these financial topics, because at the end of the day, yes, our, our legacy is, you know, a part of our legacy is our wealth and what we pass down uh, to those that come after us. So I have a feeling you and I aren't going to be done with that topic just yet. Let's let's shift gears a little bit and let's let's talk about an example of of how a stress test that you conducted really did save someone from a mistake or, or help them improve the situation they were in when they came to you in the first place. Uh, that's a great point, Ryan. So recently I was working with a client of mine who was building a $2 million commercial office building uh, for his own use. Mm-hmm. He was uh, going to finance it out completely out of his own pocket. Now we had another client who had done something similar before. So what the previous client had done was they built a building with all their own money mm-hmm. and they never uh, took a loan out on the building. Now, wealthy people or the super rich always use leverage in a smart way. 
Uh, Devang, you know, let's let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about uh, you know the stress testing process itself. So yes, you know, you were able to work with that you know that particular client to help them meet those needs, but yes, this stress testing process it's it's a process that's probably done by a lot of financial institutions as it should be. But what are some of the keys to making sure that process is done well and effectively? Clients need to see the problem and want to fix it. A lot of the time we see that the clients really don't see the problem, or if they see the problem, for example, that they need their estate planning done, they don't see it as something urgent or that they need to do it right now. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure that we communicate with the client and the client and us are on the same line time period in terms of looking at something and saying, okay, it is a problem. How big is the problem if I don't fix it? And how quickly do I want to get it fixed? Once the client is motivated, we can definitely help them get it done uh, in a timely and efficient way. Sure, sure. So it sounds, you know, in this in this financial topic, it's obviously it's dollars and cents. These are cold, hard numbers uh, that really can, you know, get us worried at the end of the day. But you know what? It's more than just the numbers sometimes, Devang. There's usually a human element that comes into play as well when you're having these meetings with your clients. You're talking about family, just like how you know you meant, we mentioned earlier. So let's talk about that human element. Why is that so important when you're going through this stress testing process with your clients? The human element is important because, uh, like I mentioned, uh, sometimes what we have is the spouse and the primary breadwinner both are not on the same page. One wants to do something different for the kids. The other one has a completely different idea in terms of maybe give away all the money to charity. One spouse wants to discuss and share all the financial data with the kids. The other one does not want to do it. So because there is so much complication involved, we really have to make sure that both the spouses or both the partners are on the same page. The other thing that happens is when they are working with a team of advisors, uh, we were working with this one wealthy, super rich family and they had their accountant, their two attorneys, uh, their insurance person, their investment person, there are two of them out in the room. And I said, if all of you were to get a three by five card and all of you were to write down the top three things that are important to this current family, I bet you I'll get different answers. And if all of you have different answers, how are you going to help the family be aligned and achieve their common goal? Sure. So that's what we help them do is because the other part of the human element is the tax attorney wants to do something different than the investment person, than the insurance person, than the PNC advisor. Right, right. There's all these different, uh, all these different minds that have, you know, the best interests in mind, but sometimes they aren't all on the same page, and that can be uh, that can cause some confusion and could lead to the wrong decision being made about your finances. So obviously it seems like knowing your client's goals and what their, what their, you know, vision of their future for their money looks like is a very pivotal part of this whole process. So how do you personally at Virtus Wealth Solutions really uh, get into the weeds of understanding, you know, your client's goals and values and, and understanding what's most important to them? How do you guys go about that? Yeah, that, that's a great point. I'm going to share an image with you, uh, which talks through our uh, process. Uh, stress testing can be one of the most effective ways to confirm whether a particular approach, product or service is right for the individual or the wealthy family. We can walk them through the, uh, let's go through the uh, image below. Mm-hmm. Now, the number one thing we do is profiling the family or the individual to determine what goals they have, like you mentioned, once we have that, 
then we look at working with the assumptions. So what is the, let's evaluate what are the current things that they've already done and products uh, and are they working for them or not? Evaluating the alignment of the products that they have been implemented with the goals that the clients have and actually cal calculating the cost structure and saying, yes, you might have done something 10 years back, but now is this the most effective way to do it? So as example, client had a loan, uh, which was around six and a half percent on their home. This was a second home. So they were not getting a really good rate. Mm -hmm. Value of the home had also gone down. So refinancing was going to be costly and there's not going to be much tax savings. But the client had an amazingly big portfolio and they could take a line of credit against that at half the interest rate and pay that off. So that's what we ended up doing. So we always look at evaluating the current cost structure versus what are the alternatives available. Once we have that, then we take a look at addressing all the different things in terms of services and products that we can bring. Like the saying goes, what got you out of Egypt is not going to get you to the promised land. We can tell you all the amazing things in the world, but if you never implement it, it's as good as you not knowing it. Exactly. You know, in that graphic that we had up was was certainly helpful to kind of break down that very, you know, intensive process that you and your team go about. And these aren't easy conversations to, re you know, remember that these are cold, hard numbers. Yes. But you got to, again, that bring in that human element, understanding your client's goals is half the battle when you're having these conversations and going about this stress testing process. Uh, it, you know, it's not an easy conversation to have. So Devang, you had mentioned the super rich and, you know, the name of our show, planning wisdom of the super rich. Let's dive into that category of an individual. We say super rich. What does that mean? Well, it means, you know, people with a net worth of maybe $500 million or even more who have, you know, obviously a tremendous level of access to expertise in individuals across the board, you know, in the insurance space, the financial advising space, the investing space, they have the access. So Devang, could you personally maybe share a lesson or two for our audience that could be learned from this group of people, the super rich, and how you guys go about your stress testing process when you're evaluating somebody's portfolio that might have $500 million or more? So what we did is uh, the super rich, uh, like you mentioned, is 500 million or more. The rich in my vocabulary is 100 million or more, and the affluent families are 25 million or more. So what we are trying to do with our virtual family office and this show is to bring the ideas and the wisdom of the super rich all the way down to the affluent families. So if you are a family and you are, you are even slightly unsure about the viability of your wealth management solutions, you might benefit from stress testing and that failing to stress test can lead to much more severe problems for you and your loved ones. I had one uh, super rich client. He's uh, super wealthy. He's over half a billion net worth. And he had done his uh, legal documents using a uh, legal Zoom. And the reason was because he's a really brilliant individual. But what he wanted to do was he just does, did not trust other people to do the right thing by him and his family. Number two. Many times, the most significant failings are not due to enough attention to the human element. Often problems result from crosswired or a client failing to think through what really matters to them or their loved ones. So what we really do is make sure that everybody has the same goals or they're aligned, and then make sure that we are doing the stress testing. So the idea is instead of you taking 10 years to reach somewhere, we are trying to see if we can, can we do it better faster and more cost effectively. 
That's great. And, and so let's, let's dive into, you know, your, your team's strategy in terms of what that stress test meeting looks like. Could you, could you walk us through what a stress test experience would look like if they were to come into Virtus Well Solutions and sit down with you and your team? You know, what are some of the questions that you would be asking them across the table? The first and the most important one we ask is, uh, um, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, client, are you really clear with what currently has been implemented or done? And I have really not found a client yet who said, I'm very clear and my spouse is very clear in terms of how our plan has been currently laid out. So from there, we look at what their current plan is and say, if you were, what's the one thing you really love about your current team? And if you want, if you had, what are the other things that you would wish your team would do even better? When I say team, it's all the attorneys, accountants. Right. And the number one thing we hear is, I wish they were all talking more often without us and they were all aligned. The next thing we say, like I mentioned, is the clarity is the most important, not only for them, but also for their surviving spouse. What we find is most of the super wealthy are like really type A on steroids type of people. They are amazing at planning. They have everything in their mind. But if something happens to them, their spouses really don't know what's going on. They have like 40 businesses, right. 20 accounts, four advisors, three tax accountants, things all over the place. The surviving spouse is in no way able to handle it. Sure. They're also, we also want to make sure they're planned for the Black Swan events like 2008, the financial crisis and the pandemic of 2020. So they are not reacting to it. They already know what to do if something like this happens. It's almost like the United Airlines plane that landed in the water. Mm -hmm. You need a checklist saying when things go bad, what is your checklist? And are they currently confident that their current plan will help them accomplish what they really want? So one of the things that the super wealthy uh, complain about is that whenever they go to an advisor or a team of advisors, including attorneys and uh, wealth managers, Everybody tells them how they should just give away their money. And this super wealthy person said, I spent my whole life, I've been working since I was 16, and now I'm 54, and I have a major wealth event. Why would I just give everything away when I worked my whole life for it? Right. I do want to take care of my family and the causes that are really important to me, but I don't want to give everything away. I worked my whole life for it. Right, right. that's the last thing you want to do. Right. And then the last thing is, how are they fine tuning their planning or stress testing their money every year? It's just like a flight, right? If a plane is flying from New Jersey to California, even though they have a flight path, the plane is not on the flight path for over 90% of the time. But the captain is making small minor adjustments as they go along to make sure the plane is on the flight path eventually and land safely. So what are the similar adjustments that they are making? The key is the goal is not to avoid turbulence but to figure out how to navigate it and land safely. Well, I mean, Devang, you gave an extremely thorough answer there, which is obviously comforting for anyone that, you know, is entertaining the idea of getting a stress test done, uh, perhaps by Virtus Wealth Solutions. You know, this really is a thorough process. It's not just a one-time or two-time conversation. This is an ongoing process that happens to help plan and position your and your family's wealth, uh, you know, for the what can sometimes be an unforeseeable future. Uh, you know, 
two, three years ago. I doubt we, many of us saw 2020 coming, uh, but you know, it takes diligent planning. It takes diligent efforts to make sure that you're in a position to be able to recover from something like 2020 in the event that it certainly happens. So Devang to, to kind of bring our show to a head here, uh, you know, my, my final question really for you is, um, when someone does come in, right. And they sit down and they have this conversation with you that obviously isn't an easy one. What are they walking out the door with? What kind of analysis or assessment, basically what kind of feeling do you hope that they're leaving your office with? Uh, two things. Uh, uh, one is clarity mm-hmm. and a return actionable plan based on what was important to them on how to implement those things. So it's a specific actionable ideas based on what the client wants done, not what we think they should do. And number two is we work with the client's current team or we bring our resources to our clients so we can implement all the strategies and everybody's aligned and not everybody's going in different directions. So that's the most important one is we have uh, accumulated tons of resources over time, like the banking relationship, uh, amazing tax attorneys, accountants, uh, PNC guys, insurance people. So we bring all our resources for the benefit of our clients. So they walk away with not only a plan, but how to actually execute it and keep it on track. Well, I'm sure it's also a sense of satisfaction for your clients when they know that the different individuals, perhaps, you know, an attorney, uh, you know, an insurance specialist, these people that may have been with them or their family because of a family connection or because they're friends, maybe they've been working with this family for a decade or two by the time they reached your office. That's probably got to be a great sense of self-satisfaction when you're able to have the meeting of minds happen and allow everybody to be on the same page so that there is a clear understanding of not only what the family's goals are, but what happens beyond those goals once we even get to them. So Devang, I I think this has been a wonderful first episode for our our listeners and our viewers. This, this concept of stress testing is not one to take lightly. It's really the jumping off point of diving into the financial planning space. And I think you've done a fantastic job of, of kind of giving us an overview on not only what you and your team at Virtus Well Solutions do, but also an overview on the process as a whole. Uh, it's not an easy one. It's a very lengthy and, and you know, uh, could maybe even be a tumultuous one, depending on the client's uh, circumstances. But it's all in the benefit of the client and getting together with them, helping secure their future uh, and really working cohesively with everyone. Thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate your time and uh, the way you conducted the whole uh, meeting. All right. Well, uh, Devang, that'll do it You know, for our first episode here on Planning Wisdom of the Super Rich. And we ask you, our audience, to stay tuned in. We're going to be back each month with a brand new episode diving into a new complex topic. But again, breaking these topics down so that you understand them at home, you understand the value and the benefit behind them, and then we can point you towards resources that are going to help you. So for Devang Patel, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long and we'll see you on the next edition of Planning Wisdom of the Super Rich.